Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. I want to share with you this evening an old statement I drew from the 18th century writings of a man named William Congreve, who was an English dramatist. And he was the first who used these familiar words, Music hath charms to soothe the savage breast, to soften rocks, to bend a knotted oak. Isn't that true? I was interested in reading in Sports Illustrated the pastime leisure activities of many of the great hulks of masculine humanity called the professional football players. And to my surprise, over half of the men spend their leisure listening to music. So do a lot of us. Most of us love to turn again to music when our savage breast needs to be soothed. I came from a musical family. My fondest memories, aside from summers spent down at a little bay cottage with a grandfather that I dearly idolized, are the memories of singing with a family that gathered around a piano with a brother that could play like crazy and a mother that sang good soprano and a sister that could handle a little alto and a and then I'd bring up the rear and whatever was left, and we would just sing through the evening. I remember the Bloodworth family that lived next door, very tragic home. They had a lot of bucks. They were very affluent. They were into regattas and all of this, had a big sailing vessel, but they often left their kids at home for a weekend as they had their fun, which ended tragically in the mother's suicide and the father's departure. Kids sort of left to raise themselves. I remember around a Christmas time one, one season, we were singing through the hours of the evening, and uh, as it got late, we decided we wouldn't bother the neighbors anymore, and we pulled the window down. Our phone rang in less than a minute, and it was the oldest of the four children who asked, Would you please pull the window back up? We haven't heard singing like that, and we, I remember lifting the window up and looking out across the little area between our homes, and there they were, sitting like little ducks in the window, alone that evening, finding music to soothe their hearts. That's the ministry of music. It can be duplicated with nothing else. Cynthia recently bought an album of Tchaikovsky and. Boy, I was listening the other—it was just yesterday afternoon, and I, I thought I could study while it was going on. And after a while, I've—oh, it was marvelous. And uh, whatever might be the taste, there's something about music that soothes and ministers. Chuck Swindoll reminds us, music is medicinal. It calms, soothes, and lifts our weary disposition. It delights and entertains and helps us forget our problems. Interestingly, music can also be a source of tension and division. What one person finds enjoyable, another may find offensive, which can sometimes lead to a confrontation. So how do we reach a common ground? Well, a good place to start is with respect. 
Writer Phil Calloway says that when he was a teenager, his mother took the time to listen to his music. He knew that she didn't like it, but she cared enough to spend the time with him. Phil was privileged to have a mother whose attitude was, if he's going to listen, I'd like to know what he's listening to. His wise mother knew that music was an open door to her son's heart, and it gave her access into his life. We can't possibly all like the same music. God created us as unique individuals. But we can use our differences as opportunities to express God's grace and love. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.